Texas Steampunk Connection coming to you live from various parts of Texas in our bunkers and airships and whatnot. I am Flavio as usual, and with me as always is Thax, the gentleman adventurer, and Jack from Steam Chest. And we have Master Blue Stocking. Say hello, guys. Hey! So once again, we are here to talk oh, probably about steampunk, most likely, because that's what this is about. Thank you for listening to the Texas Steampunk Connection. Hello, everybody. You've reached Texas Steampunk Connection. It is uh, the 30th of May, and uh, basically it's summer. Uh, uh, Memorial Day was yesterday, and uh, the heat is on, as they say. On the streets. <laughs> <laughs> Hitting the 90s, and I'm feeling it. Uh, how are you guys uh, in this, this, this warm, muggy evening? Fine. It, was, it rained. We had a brief little batter rain today, but... That was done by like four thirty or five. So hail warning, and then it was all gone. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Par for the course. It's North Texas. I mean, anything can happen. Yeah, it's uh, I, we haven't had any rain since uh, what was that uh, last week sometime. But the uh, the humidity is is high yeah. and yeah. Uh, super fun, super fun. <clears throat> hey Rita, it's not hot yet though. Like today was the hottest day it's been, and uh, so far. It was so in the nineties. Yeah, this weekend here it was. Like I said, it's yeah, delightful. Mostly though, like this has been the weirdest May. We haven't hit a hundred degrees yet. <laughs> I'm just like, yeah, waiting yeah. for that, that shoe to drop. Going, when is it going to happen? I was look at, listening to my favorite uh, weather guy on the YouTube's, and uh, <gasps> we are in an El Nino year, but also the Atlantic is really hot. So uh, who knows what's going to happen? Huge hurricanes coming from the east and this uh cold weather front coming from the west and it's gonna be a wild summer weren't there wildfires in canada too last week i hadn't heard that but i would yeah because there was because that we got a warning i think it was last week maybe about the the air quality in north texas because smoke was canada was on fire yeah 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 smoke was not usually we get it from california <laughs> into north texas but this time apparently it was coming down from above us so wow yeah that's how that's how they stay with their lower emissions. They just ship them to here. <laughs> well, that's that that's that El Nino coming coming down from uh, Canada in the north, straight down into Texas and into the Gulf. Awesome. Uh, yeah. So this summer's weather is going to be uh, battle royale. Even weirder oh. than usual. I mean, you know yes. what? Actually, I will take it over last summer of no rain for how many days? Two, three mm-hmm. months of no rain. We had. I think it was bad. We lost a rose bush, and those things are hardy. But yeah, one of our rose bushes finally just died last summer. It couldn't take it. But we're glad to have you black blue stocking. We haven't seen you in like a month. A month. I know. I was off being smart last the the during the, yeah. Uh, exactly. It all, librarians, it all a thousand that's librarians great. all gathered together in one place. Well, that smart stuff is is over <laughs> with. You're back with us now. Yeah. <laughs> I, yes, shenanigans and skullduggery. I have returned <laughs> from my journey back to my people. I have returned home. Yeah, no, that was a that was a wild. Hi, Lawrence. Hey, Lawrence. So let's see what is going on. Oh, it's I've got a, summertime. It, some, some yeah. summertime. Let me start out with some current events on the music front. Um, pull that mailbox. Uh, the day after we recorded last, so. You know, just short of two weeks ago, uh, I saw a story. If you are familiar with uh, uh, Madame Misfit out of UK, she's she's one of the UK's uh, chap hop musicians, which is sort of a parallel so. to the steampunk community. Yeah, uh, Professor Elemental and here. yeah, Professor Elemental, uh, Mr. B, the Mr. gentleman B, rhymer, yeah. Madame Misfit. Other uh, handful of others. Uh, she was on tour, and uh, she was on stage at the Obsidian Bournemouth Pub that Saturday. And she found out after driving six hours back home, uh, she was missing a suitcase with her microphones and uh, her T-shirts and all oh, of her. No. Uh, oh um, no! And uh, she called back to the club, and they were able to find the uh, the suitcase, but it had been opened up, and everything had been taken. Oh no! Uh, which is uh, horrifying because you know that I feel like that's that's part of our community, and I I think of us very highly in our in the steampunk community, 
as a safe place where people aren't going to rob you. Um, so that's yeah. a, a terrible story. Um, she now there. Someone has started a kick. No, a, a GoFundMe for her to try to uh, get enough money to replace uh, those those things. Uh, she's gotten enough from that to buy uh, one microphone, her more expensive one. But she's also got like one built into an antique telephone handle, like like a receiver that yeah will have to be rebuilt, I guess. And she'll have to reorder all of her uh, T-shirts and magnets or whatever it is she was uh, vending. Uh, so, Something like that, though, sounds yeah. pretty unique. Like if that turns up in a pawn shop somewhere, I mean. Well, one would hope. Uh, yeah. I don't know what somebody's going to do with it. Yeah, yeah. Um, what is yeah? What is the GoFundMe? Do you have the, the GoFundMe? I have that here. Boop, boop. There we go. It is a uh, GoFundMe.com uh, forward slash f forward slash Madam dash Misfit dash Emergency dash Fund. Uh, you just go to GoFundMe and look up Madam Misfit. I'm sure it'll pop right up. But uh, oh, she's that is unfortunate. That is. She's almost raised uh her her goal they're very very close at this point i, I looked earlier today and they were still a few hundred dollars of, i mean pounds euros i don't know they're they're money imaginary money that they use there i think um, it's still i think it's pounds again because i think it's always pounds sterling yeah. no yeah because yeah yeah it's pounds because after brexit it became pounds i think i don't know they never actually switched off of the oh they didn't go to the euros oh, okay yeah. but uh that's that's uh, in the news. Uh, and then after that, uh, there was, I've got a little story about Abney Park. They uh, they had an, an online concert last uh, Saturday, the uh, 20th. Yeah, last Saturday. And it was supposed to be exclusive to the people who bought tickets to see the stream, uh -huh. uh, which my wife is a big Abney Park fan. Erica bought tickets, bought a ticket, I guess, because you only need it for one screen. And we watched it. And apparently, like halfway through the show, something happened. There was a technical glitch, and suddenly it was available for everyone. Oh, no. And a whole bunch of people joined on to watch the second half of the show. Oh, no. <laughs> Which, um, I mean, they, sold, they got their tickets sold. They were yeah, satisfied with that, I guess. But... Uh, yeah, uh, a bunch of hangers-on jumped on to watch the rest of the show for them, and and now you can you can pull it up on their their uh, their channel, Abney Park Live, May twentieth. It was a good show. Cool. It ran for about an hour and a half, which is really well, maybe less than an hour and a half because there's this you know big gap at the beginning where people could join on, but that's still like an hour set. That is that's hard work. Yeah, that's yeah. not bad. Uh, as a as a, a musical act, I once was that that, that takes it a lot takes a lot out of you. Now I said, oh, I want to say hello to uh, Jacob. Is that Kihas? I hope. Hello, good to see you there. And Johnny Johnny Steverson has joined us. So awesome to you guys. Thanks for uh, joining the stream. Uh, and lastly, uh, we've got a new Kickstarter starting with uh, um, Laura. Uh, no, that's right? not who I'm thinking of. Oh, uh, uh, there's somebody Scott else. Helen, uh, <laughs> Scott Helen of of uh, Sam and Scott, uh, uh, Frenchie and the Punk. Oh, oh, yeah. Scott's got a solo album about to come out. Uh, he was on our show last time. He had a solo album, and it was awesome. And now he's got another one, and uh, definitely worth worth checking out on Kickstarter. So uh, that was all. Yeah, music stuff. I kept hitting, hearing about the last two weeks. I'm like, oh, everybody should know about this. Sweet. Uh, Very nice. Sounds good. So, Dax, what weird thing are you drinking tonight? <laughs> okay. Drinking. This is, this is one of those uh, I don't know what it is things. <laughs> but the one brought it home. Did the label fall off? <laughs> no, no. This is the pastryarchy. <laughs> I've heard of this one. Cookies and cream really? white stout. Ooh, oh, I, eight, uh, 8 percent alcohol. I I've never had it. It just showed up in my refrigerator. <laughs> so let's see what happens. Beer into your refrigerator. It's got a beer snare <laughs> in his backyard. Okay, it is not dark. Um, I've never seen a stout that was 
that is uh, all the cream from the cookies. Yeah. <laughs> Beer color. Nice mug. Sweet. Well, oh yes, this is my favorite mug. <laughs> uh, it it, mm, it it's it's good. It's like it's sweet, but it's not like it's a different flavor. I'm sure. Thick, sweet, like stout usually has. It it's it's got the flavor of stout of a, a sweet desserty stout, but not the the density of the texture. Uh, it's very good, very good. Um, it's the cookies and because cream. it's lighter. You could probably you know, yeah, you could probably have the sixteen ounce and not feel like uh, you got to be rolled home. <laughs> you don't get we'll that cool feeling. <laughs> <laughs> Hmm? That full feeling, yes. That, that bloated full feeling. So, yeah. Good. It's good. Good. I'm glad what that do you guys a... have it? Ah, uh, you know me, my usual apothic. Oh, well, I have me some exceedingly expensive Rianiti. It came <laughs> hey, from the big jug. Lam- is it Lambrusco? <laughs> yes. Love Lambrusco. It is. Yes. Yeah. Good. Yes. I think my, my way, every time I go and I look at like the, the, the expensive, I'm like, it can't taste much better than this, honestly. Like, I don't know. Like, I, when I was in Europe, the best wines I drank were like a Euro 50. They were cheap, and you get them at the, at the supermarket. It was, this is better. Maybe it's because I'm there eating this wonderful, fantastic cheese with it. But <laughs> I'm just, mm-hmm. I'm not an expensive wine person. No, there's something. I mean, many SCA events, <laughs> the Jug or Lambrusco. I mean, <laughs> not along behind you. <laughs> yep, I hit it. I hit it inside my drum for the drum circle. <laughs> Start trying mean, to play that thing before yeah. you get it done. Before you get it drunk, it's a good thing. And it's got the, you know that shape to it. It's got that oh, you yeah. know the, when you get the giant jug. It's kind of you know. Let's drive some big white X's on the side. <laughs> It wasn't Civil War reenactment with the SCA. I'm a time traveler. I get my times confused. Oh my god! I'm still having to drink on the cheap Macedonians. I have a calculator. I'm just waiting for Jack to show up with moonshine. Wait, have you? Um, yes, I've shown up certain things with with nefarious liquids before. It's it's really common practice. (laughs) Stacks freezing up on us, or is it my computer? Uh, I think it's me. I think it's me. Uh, You stealing your neighbor's internet? Not on purpose, but I've been having problems with this darn thing all day. Uh, I, I don't know. I, I hope it straightens itself out. I'm going to need to buy a new one real quick because, uh, uh, you know, this one's going away. Right. But uh, never mind that. Never mind. Anyway. <laughs> I will help you purchase one, as in, like, pick one out. <laughs> I'm going to give guys hey, that go for me. I don't mind the help. <laughs> so what have you guys got for the uh, the bits and bobs tonight? Um, mine is, I got a couple of things that are pretty short, but so like we were talking about earlier, school's hard, uh, writing dissertation is hard. So I've been hiding, um, and playing Animal Crossing a lot. Um, if you haven't played it, it's a switch game where you make an island and you have all little cute animal villagers and blah, blah, blah. And the island, huh? You start in debt. Oh yeah, the island guy. Yeah, Tom Nooks. But you know what? He you pay him back whenever. Most of us, when we get the final upgrade, we never bother to pay it back. You don't have to. Um, not really. I do just because I feel bad. But anyway, so you get there's they have all sorts of cool build items. You really neat things with the islands. They have steampunk um, items, and there's also custom stuff you can download. So I nuked my entire island that I had been working on for a year and a half and started all over again. Oh, wow. So I've been watching YouTube videos about like different designs and stuff. So what I You're found going through and cultivating, huh? Go back through and sculpting. Yes. So I found this, a couple of them today. I was, I just searched you, uh, steampunk animal crossing and this is so cool. I, I turned off the music, but I wanted to show you it and you don't really need to know anything. You just watch this going up because it's really cool. So I think I can share my screen. Yeah. Okay. So this, can y'all see it? You got to share it to the screen thing. There we go. I did. Is it good? There we go. Yeah, we can see it. Okay. So this is, okay. So this is the, um, when it gets started and like I said, this is a speed build. So it's it's the designer doing it, but you get, you can download custom items and like patterns and stuff to create this. So what she's doing is making the entrance to her Island. So as she's building, this is where she starts putting stuff down. Yeah. And so she's, She's making a steampunk entrance because what that is, there's a dock down there and that's where you first enter the island or anybody can enter it. And yeah, so she starts popping up all these objects that I didn't even know were in the game. Nice. Like that. Yeah. And 
she, I don't know how long it actually took her to like get all this together before she decided, you know, recorded for the speed build, how long it took her to plot all this out, but it's bonkers. And so I have all wow. of these. Yeah. The whole thing is just because all these disparate items, like the walls that are back there are the medieval castle walls. And those little barrels she's putting up are oil barrel bathtubs. <laughs> but people take these items and whatever, you know, it's, obviously you can make them, you can use them for whatever you want to. Because those with the green roofs, those are actually silos. So as she's going through and creating all this, and it's just, it's going up and up and up. And I was like, this is bananas, the way that she's made all these panels to cover things up and just got, hang on. So she's getting more of it into place. So when people come to visit her island, this is the first thing they're going to walk into and see. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I know. This is crazy. Because like I said, this is to take all these items that you can do anything with them. They have one, you know, named purpose, but you can do anything with them. And to sit there and get all of this sorted out and say, I'm going to take this and use this. And also those big gears, I didn't know those were in there. I've never seen those before, and I need to figure out where to get them. Unlock them. Um, there, a lot of these are recipes, and they're just random. You just randomly get them. So we end up with as she's going along. So do you have to like keep recipes until you get what you want? Um, yeah, I mean, you just learn new recipes, and, and sometimes um, you can trade with other people. So yeah, that. Um, look at that. Oof. Yeah. Oh wow! I know. <laughs> I know. Is that a car? Yeah, you can get cars. Yeah, that's a little robot car. You can get cars in the game. Um, like I said, the gears, the barrels that are smoking, the clocks. Yeah, the, the twisted vine, the dead vine tree. Um, and they're just all little things that she, she you get fire hydrants. And she said, I'm going to take this and this and this and put them all together. And this is what it's going to look like. And it's bananas. And then the it other It looks one, like she's got her own set of pollution. Yeah, right? <laughs> that's what I'm saying. I, I mean, I have never been able to create anything like that, and I have so many ideas now. The other one is this one, which it's um, the island's called Mocha, but it's a mining town, y'all. It's like this is a, a trip through it. Somebody's doing a like a a tour of it, and look at this. Oh, oh no, 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 no! What happened? Oh, this one doesn't have it. Was this one has ads? So we won't run that one. But that's what that was. Yeah, I thought that was cool. Um, yeah, that was just, it was, like I said, watching the speed run, all 10 minutes of it, because that speed run with lots of all the cuts, that probably took her several days <laughs> to get that whole thing put together and get all the recipes and get the items. Yes, Rita, it's adorable. It's the most fun game. And it's also super low stress. It's just, like I said, I've been laying on the couch with an audio book. Yeah, it's. I've been listening to audiobooks and playing Animal Crossing because it's completely there's no zero stakes. No. You're not there's no violence, there's no gore, you're not trying to beat anybody at anything. You're just you get cute little animals and you make friends with them, little animal villagers, you know, and it's just it's silly, easy fun. And apparently I can make a pollution-filled steampunk island and that is what I'm going to do. Coal so. power everything. Yes. <laughs> so Acid rain. Oh, we have good news. Uh-oh. We have very good news. We do. As we are broadcasting, Lawrence has informed me that uh, Madam Misfit's emergency fund has fulfilled its goal. I bet she Ooh. has. So, uh, well done, she's, Lawrence. Uh, she's got hopefully enough money to replace the stolen goods in full, or at least enough what she asked for. That uh, she can continue to tour with her equipment, Good. with new equipment. So awesome! That's great. Very cool. I like to think we had something to do with that. Not true, but I'd like to think it. It's what we do. We spread the well, word. We were going to make sure that people were knowledgeable of it, whether or, yeah. not, or not. So Good. Okay. So who's going to join me in Animal Crossing? Uh, Rita, talking to you. Text me. Well, I'll have to get. We'll have to get Lexa, and she's over here going. That sounds fantastic. <laughs> And there's some villagers that are more fun than others that you really want, like Raymond the cat. He's an asshole, and he's so cute, and I have him now. So, <laughs> And there's a little little green mouse, and her name's Anna Cotty, and her catchphrase is cannoli. It's so cute. So, yes. My catchphrase. <laughs> 10 of 10. Totally recommend. Oh, cannolis! <laughs> All right, Jack, what's your homework? Oh, so <laughs> I watched a thing on... The deep dive into deadly world of Victorian patent medicine. Oh, YouTube. no. And I want to say that it's worth watching. It's about 
36 minutes long. The woman who is reading it is fantastic. Posted here in the chat. Um, I learned a lot. And mostly it's the usual three narcotics mixed together into snake. But <laughs> it's amazing kind of what happens between like where the snake oil salesman came from, essentially, it says. And how that was such an open... Up until the internet, we haven't had another time where such rampant disinformation was possible to bring forth into the world. And this was kind of the first point. And now it's even worse because the same tactics that they've used before then, or back then, are still very much in play today. And uh, we're not just medicine, but just misinformation and being able to basically use, hey, um, I guess the the clear... the most connection you can make right off would be having your friends put comments on your YouTube channel or buy your item or whatever. So it's it's a very interesting watch. I recommend it heavily. And I've um, actually been listening to Kaz Rowe and a couple other things she does. But um, yeah, no, it's uh, I, I, not a whole lot I could really divulge into, into here outside of the fact that it covers 150 years worth of like what's wrong with medicine, even for, like from early, early Victorian times into kind of the late 19 or the mid 1900s. And um, it goes into a lot of fun things like all the different types of narcotics they've used, the ways they were advertised and how even women advertise, like a woman made, she wasn't a doctor, but she came up with like a a concoction and then basically marketed it to women's husbands as a calming aid for their wives, just completely throwing women under the bus. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's, you know, for, for, and yeah. then, you know, at first it probably wasn't actually her intention. I'm pretty sure her son had something to when she started getting a company anymore. I'm pretty sure that's when it changed. But um, it's it's an interesting, I'll admit that that wasn't something I was privy to until recent. I'm like, this is, why don't I know more about this? This is something every medieval, or not medieval, but steampunk doctor person needs to have this in there. At least watch this on a monthly basis just to absorb the the language and just the the times of what type of tools they were using and how best to just kind of have that Star Trek four moment when they're running through the hospital and um, just like, Oh, what are we, the dark ages? You know, the, the freaking doctors just running around, just complaining about everything happening. The woman on dialysis in the hallway and going to drill holes in you know, people's heads to relieve the pressure. And I don't know, this yet again, feels like we've made huge jumps in the last hundred years to now, but it just, I don't know. It, it fits the time frame very well, and uh, it was a very, a very interesting watch. I mean, you have well, some time. And you had the advent of the newspaper. I mean, the newspaper. You know, the newspapers have been getting more and more popular, but the printed word blew oh. up, and you know, in the 19th century. So it wasn't just one villager telling another one something. It was it's in the paper. We have testimonials, and oh yeah, that and, more oh. people could read. Which all I mean, reading literacy rates skyrocketed. So you're. You know, you're getting your Sears catalog or whatever it is with this, you know. Paying off a villager you know, yeah. or having some plant in the in the crowd as well to talk yep. about yep. Yep. my baldness. Yep. Yeah, having plants in the crowd to holler out and pay their money and yep. yep. Yeah. No, it was And actually the reason that we have to have a alcohol limit uh label on medicine is because of exactly what was going on to this too. <laughs> because most of the time it was just booze that they were they were brewing. Yeah. And then the federal opium. government came out saying, yeah. "All right, so if there are if there is alcohol in your stuff, you're federally required to print how much alcohol." Because yeah. that was getting out of hand too. When you have opium, like, you know, cocaine, heroin. There were alcohol. children's rem- yeah, we children's remedies that had heroin, or I think it was children's calming tonic yeah. that had heroin in it, or something. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So it was a interesting time to be alive. I assume you can't say that it didn't work. <laughs> well, I mean. <laughs> You know, you might have grown up a little strange, but that's. Okay. I mean, look at most of the eighteen and nineteen hundreds. How else are you going to get through it? Yeah, yeah. Father, so. I need some more cough medicine. <laughs> need a little cocaine. My brother died in the coal mine well, last week. You've heard of the uh, uh, German purity laws that were passed in Renaissance period. I don't know when. Quite <laughs> quite earlier than than uh, Victorian era. You've heard of them, perhaps. Uh, not actually. Um, there was passed in Germany that said to make beer, all you could use was barley malt, hops, water. That's it, because they didn't know about yeast. But you know, no. obviously, <laughs> yeast. 
you couldn't put anything else in it. That was the only things. And the reason for that, uh, among other things, they were putting in like psilocybin mushrooms. Oh, no. And having a good old time. Oh, yeah. Mushroom <laughs> Everybody's going to want to buy that beer. Beer makes you taste purple, man. Well, and it's from, that's probably around the same time that um, laws were created around <laughs> things like bread, that every baker had to use the same. Yes, it was everything was standardized so that people weren't going to get ripped off. Yeah, so everything was standardized across the board. I mean, whether it came out good or bad was on the baker, but everybody had to use the same standard measurement. Yeah, just to make sure that, you know, got to make sure it's fair competition. Yep. Capitalism. There it goes. It's born. No, yeah, exactly. Actually, no. Yeah, no sawdust in the bread. Rita's right. It was no fillers. I mean, that was the way to, to regulate against people putting fillers in there and, you know, charging either too much or charging, you know. And what's funny about that, you think, gee, that seems like a, a tell that no one should ever do that again. And, like, how did that even get passed with, like, Have sawdust? you had a Hot Pocket lately? Suddenly, <laughs> suddenly, Parmesan cheese <laughs> is the biggest issue of today's generation <laughs> of sawdust in food. Yeah. Well, so and uh, which everybody blew this out of proportion, but the bread at um, Subway with the yoga mats, it was, there's a particular chemical that's in a lot of things. It wasn't yoga mats in the bread at Subway. It's like the hot coffee thing with McDonald's. It's not what yeah. it sounded like. <laughs> this is so ridiculous. Twisted. People just, yeah. But yeah, there's a lot of weird stuff in our food. I try not to pay too much attention to it. A lot of our food is food-like product. And that's a reason that <laughs> a lot of people food. Are, are sick. Is Processed cheese food is my food. favorite thing. I love that. Cheese is weird. It's also <laughs> processed by like... You know, American cheese. Yeah, it's American cheese. You can't call it cheese. It's cheese food. <laughs> even, even, the, even the label says food like cheese product or something yeah. like that. It's not an, it's yeah. not an actual straight up cheese american cheese was never cheese cheese no it was sort of it was literally so literally starving it's to so death good on a cheeseburger <laughs> i don't what else american is good cheese. on a cheeseburger monster it's much better too it tastes fantastic Actually, i i nope i just hamburger with american cheese on it that's... cheddar cheese cheddar's even better see i don't like cheddar on hamburger well, no. okay. right, i like weird. cheddar but it it doesn't melt well um, I think that's what doesn't it is. have a lot of flavor. Uh, American cheese just melts. What really I like well. is uh, since you brought up the subway, there was that <laughs> that big hoopla about their tuna sandwich not having any tuna <laughs> With in shark it. Shark and turtle in it. And my response was tuna, not having any tuna. I don't know what's in there. I and I'll continue to buy it. Even if it's not tuna. In fact, I prefer it not to be tuna because they're endangered. But, <laughs> but give me that sandwich. But that's oh, the give thing. It to me, that it they is. also, when they look deeper into it, it did have tuna, but it also had like turtle and shark. And, because the, whatever else came on the boat. Well, that's what I don't understand because then obviously nets are going to scoop up other things. But didn't somebody figure that? Did they just immediately pull it onto the boat and drop it into a grinder? I mean, I, probably did, the easiest way not to have to tell the authorities. About how did it. they not know that there was a turtle in the middle of the tuna? I don't understand. It's very confusing. But I like subway. Have you ever eaten shark? Not willingly. Shark is not delicious. <laughs> So I, I mean, I've had Subway tuna, so yes, I've had shark. If you ever want to not eat fake <laughs> crab, if you just not want to ever do it again, there's a video. Like, look up how fake crab is made. I was gonna say fake cra crab with a K. Yeah, K crab. There is an there's an entire like 10 minute video showing the how it's actually produced, and it's and most of the people it's like, oh, it's based on another fish. I don't think there's fish in it. I think what? it's it's like what, a starch with, with, with like fish juice or something like that. It is <laughs> utterly disgusting. <laughs> Anytime you ever want to ruin that part of your life for you, go watch that video. Well, you know what? We can thank the Victorian era for the process. Actually, no, Napoleon was one that started the canned food. But yeah, no, the Victorians managed to turn processing food into, yeah, they really got going with that. Canning was one thing for sure. And preserving food was definitely another. But we've we've... World War II really hit us off on it. But the actual era. sealed preservative yeah. filled cans. Yeah, that was that was trial and error too. Man, there's a lot of people that died from improperly sealed cans. Yeah. <laughs> it was bad. Yeah, it was real bad. Some of you may die for it the was economy. A war. If you 
you know, die. You could die of bleeding out or die from bad food from a cane. I mean, would you rather bleed out or have botulism? I mean, it's just. Oh, <laughs> I don't know. Bleed out. It's quicker. You just get a little cold and suddenly everything. Why not both? <laughs> you might have both. Like, geez, I have to throw up until I die. That's just. No, not, not just that. You either bleed out or never mind. <laughs> we won't go there. There's a like. That would be an interesting episode to basically pull up all the ways you could die in the Victorian era. Oh, there's so many. A thousand ways you can die in the West, but we'll just do it. Slowly poisoning yourself with arsenic because of your wallpaper? Or or just straight up makeup. Or your dress. (laughs) The beautiful, gorgeous green dresses from the Victorian era that just shimmered and shined and were poisoning you. (laughs) Mercury. Gotta wash the face with mercury, you know. it gives you that freshly dead look. Curious. <laughs> the fair complexion. Yeah. I get that fairly freshly dead look, fair complexion thing going on. Fashion. It's important. Gotta look good. We talked about it a few seasons ago. But do you remember? Do you remember the movie Leap? It was a. It was an animated movie about uh, uh, getting into a dance school in uh, oh, yeah. this Victorian era. Mm-mm. And uh, the uh, the mean girl's mom. I believe was was actually like went bananas and tried to kill the main character, and they never really played it up in the show. But that woman had a big green dress. Yeah, that's nineteenth <sighs> century. Or if it's a yeah nineteenth century and it's a big green dress, oh yeah, she is soaking in arsenic. <laughs> and I mean, to a certain extent, women yeah, did yeah. wear underclothes, they didn't, so it wouldn't they didn't have been quite underclothes. Children's but if you toys, knew, yeah. you you were like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah she cranked. Yeah. She cranked because she's got that artist snake. Yep. Children's toys <laughs> had that green paint. It was a very specific and beautiful color. I mean, it was it was very vibrant, you know, but yeah, let's put it on children's toys that they're going to put in their mouths. You know, <laughs> I don't know if it's oh. better or worse than lead paint. <laughs> Shoot. There's a recall here recently on some Chinese products that had lead paint on children's toys. Still? Yeah, again. Good Lord. Yeah. Not it comes back around. Yeah. It's got all this lead paint sitting around. With sawdust. <laughs> Are we back to sawdust? <laughs> <laughs> Treated wood. Jack, you actually reminded me of a show that I'm watching right now. Uh, have you guys heard of Ghosts? Yes. Uh, oh, yes. It came out in 2021 uh, about this couple who inherited a uh, Victorian mansion and uh, they... Uh, they go to it, and uh, the, the the lady of the couple falls down the stairs and gets a head wound. And when she's revived, she can see ghosts in the house. Oh, no. <laughs> it is fantastic. And, uh, I bring it up. The American version is very funny. Uh, there's it's from a British version that I haven't seen. Okay, but uh, I bring it up because one of the ghosts is a Victorian uh, uh, robber baron's wife. Oh no! And so she has a lot of. Very Victorian ideas about how women should behave and uh, how the world ex- is. And uh, Jack reminded me because he brought up uh, uh, snake oil sales. And they have somebody who comes to the house selling this product. And they describe him as a snake oil salesman. And this uh, Victorian ghost lady is like, oh, that's great. Snake oil is wonderful. And you need to get into this business. Oh, no. <laughs> That show is, if you have not it's seen hilarious. it, you need I've to never even watch heard of it. it because mm-hmm. it, there's a couple of different ghosts and the, they're not creepy or anything, which is kind of the funny part. They're all like the way they died in the house is the way they are currently. And so you have like people from like the 1700s, the 18s. I think there's like a Viking who died in early, early, you know, yep. uh, America. Sure. And then you have like a Native American. So they all have like these different time periods and perspectives on things. And then like they turn the TV on for the first time. Okay, like, is this the show with Rose McIver, a character named Samantha? Yes. Okay, because she, oh, I didn't, okay. Yes. I love her. She was in iZombie on CW. She is fantastic. I love her so much. And she played I Tinkerbell think... at Once Upon a Time. But yeah, oh, she was. Oh my gosh, I didn't make that connection. She was Tinkerbell on Once sense. Upon a Time, and she was the main character. She was um, Liv Moore in, I, in iZombie. Yeah, she was the, the zombie main character. You'll like the show. I will admit that I'm, ha- I'm I'm hating having to wait for the next. Is it a sitcom though? Kind of. Is it, it a thirty? I just I have issues know, with sitcoms. Yeah. I don't. 
do it's well. Not, it's not your normal sitcom by no means. Is it like everybody loves Raymond? No. It well, no, I mean, like, Matt keeps trying to get me to watch The Good Place, but I just, I can't, I have an issue with 30, like, I don't know, I have an issue with sitcoms anymore. I, like, Seinfeld I can watch, and Frasier. Oh, God, how modern can you watch stuff. Seinfeld? A show about literally nothing. Well, I mean. <laughs> Did you know, there is literally an AI computer generating an endless episode I even... on Twitch right now that will never end because it's just going all AI, the time. AI, it's just as funny as the rest of the show, which is... I guess a certain set, set of Seinfeld level. Somebody on Twitter today thought they were smart and they decided they're like, have you ever wondered what the, and it was the like famous paintings, what the rest of this would look like. And it was the Mona Lisa, but like they created like AI generated like background around her. And they did the same thing, like starry night. I'm like, no, no, the artist had a vision. This is what they wanted us to see. Stop with the AI, please stop. It's making me crazy. Just I like ghosts, but like you said, I will admit I have a hard time getting enough of it. But the fact that there's like what three seasons now, we'll be fine with the thirty-minute inter- interval. Maybe it's I'll give it a shot. Eventually, the shows carry over. It's not like each each one is its own. Well, is it like arc. an actual arc? There are arcs. Yeah, the occasional yeah. characters come back in, in and out, but it is maybe funny. that's what bugs me about sitcoms is the usual lack of. It's the lack of yeah that this is all about character building mm-hmm. in its own way because every episode kind of centers around two or three of the ghosts. And it's funny because you'll be like, well, these are my two ghosts. Then the next episode happens like, well, I, I really love these two favorite ghosts now. And then the next, like the next episode, you're like, well, I just like all the whole cast. I, don't, I can't, there isn't one character I dislike that you're not supposed to like. But, yeah. They're all flawed, but they're all sort of adorable. Um, and, and very much stereotypical you know, they're, of their time. They're what you want them to be. I am told that the in, in the British version, the original version, the ghosts are much meaner to each other, which I find weird because, you know, British people are so, you know, considerate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, yes, but their humor is very, mon- look at Monty Python, it's, it's very, you know, in its own right, demeaning to each other. But well, it looks like yes, the British nobody version in Monty on. Python had character. Yeah, uh, the, the British version is still running. <clears throat> hmm. Okay, sure. well, I'll maybe give it a shot once I move back to watching current TV shows. There's too much yeah, in my brain you've got right a now. List of I can't. Stuff. I do. yes, yes. I have a list of all of the things that I'll need to catch up on once I'm done braining. So, and the good place is fantastic too. I yes, I have heard. I really enjoy. I have it. heard many, many times. <laughs> so many times. I kind of burnt out on the good place. I mean, I stopped like a season short of the end, and I was just like, "Eh, I don't want to go back to it." It's no. one of those that is good in. It's a lot at once. It's like, oh, Lex, what's that show we're watching right now? The one with the vampires. What yeah. we do in the shadows. Uh, what we, yeah, what we do in the shadows. It's fantastic. Yeah, I, but uh, I will admit that I have a hard time. It's like that office humor. I'm just like, all right, I can only handle this in short bouts. Yeah. I love it. It's like <laughs> I gotta, ha- I gotta have this in like soft serve cup size. The time. I know what we do in the shadows is really popular. I watched the first 15 minutes of the first episode, and I. <laughs> that is probably the worst episode. <laughs> but see, was, okay, that's the thing. Nice. When people are like, you have to stick with it. The first season sucks, but then the rest of it, no. If I cannot get into it in like the first. I ho- I'll stop I you right there. I'll stop I you can't. right there. Did you watch any of Star Trek Next Generation? Yes, and I love all of it. Because I, I will tell you, go back thing. and watch the first season. It is I the just did. Thing I just the watched series of Star Trek, and it's rough. It is I just really watched rough. seven seasons in like a month, man. I will admit, Bring I will admit it. that if I only watched. <laughs> The first episode. Yeah, the writing got better Farpoint in the second season. Was garbage, except for Q. Q was Encounter fantastic. At Encounter at Farpoint. Yeah, if you get yeah. rid of the whole Encounter at Farpoint thing and just go straight to Q, you know, putting putting humanity up on the top, of block, I'm fine with that. Love it. But the whole like not yet again. <laughs> we're, we're trying to blend the original series <laughs> into next generation with the jellyfish space station. I'm just like, nope. Yep, I can't it believe that anymore. Awesome. <laughs> I mean, it got better once Riker had the beard, but I mean, no, see, maybe that's it. the thing. Maybe we have to not Riker go off putting of... his leg up on everything all the time. 
Love it. That's actually because he had a metal that. <laughs> I know. It's his back. Yeah, his back is messed up. It's just the, it just the leg. It just made cool at all time. Have you ever seen cosplayers that, you know, cosplay yeah. Riker? At Fe- I'm actually, there's a, there's a funny <laughs> Facebook group called Riker's Beard. Uh, that is a thing, though. <laughs> apparently that became a thing where when a show gets better, at the you know, after the first season, it's called Growing the Beard, apparently. Yeah, that's, I, I that. think that's what we need to say. It's, it's not the first season. It's when one of the main characters grows a beard. <laughs> yeah. Because I'll admit, also in Supernatural, when either of them have facial hair, it's a pretty good season. Of course, all of them are. But I mean, it's <laughs> usually all really good. grittier. When Sam's got his flowing, his long flowing locks. No. They keep getting shorter every every year, too. Every season, just like a little shorter. I can tell the guys. No, but it longer. started out really, really short. Oh, and yeah, then it, it kind of, yep. It got, it got long. And then because you had to have one character that had like no hair. <laughs> and then you had one character where the hair kept getting longer. And then there's this weird moments where one would have a beard. And one would not have a beard. It's like if it, if it was that's evil too Sam, much. it would have that's, a beard. That's too much sex for the screen. They had to tone it down. Yeah, that is a lot. You, you get two good-looking guys, <laughs> whatever the hot chick of the moment is, and that car all at once. You just uh, can't the car. Or and then, then you have the devil run. To me, he's a great guy. I like him a lot. Also, I didn't realize for a long time, I, did, I thought Jensen Ackles was really short. And then I realized that Jared Padalecki is six foot four. <laughs> yeah, Jensen no, Ackles is not short. <laughs> I'm like he seems so tiny. Oh no, wait! <laughs> His brother is six four. Okay, <laughs> I understand. I didn't know he was that tall because I'd seen him in Gilmore Girls, and then he shows up on Supernatural. Like he's all grown up. <laughs> Isn't he? Like you're, you're talking about the guy who plays the devil, right? <laughs> no, Jared no. Padalecki. Sam. He was on oh, Gilmore right. Girls. I don't know him by their first names. Their actual names. I know. I know their hearts. <laughs> I know. How it works when you watch twenty? You know, hours, you know he twenty seasons. Fifteen. 20. We're getting to 20. He bought a bar here in Austin. Yeah, yeah, I heard about that. Bought a bar here in Austin, got roaring drunk and arrested in yeah, his own bar. He was having some, there was a mental health was crisis like, going on. Yeah, yeah, it was. Punching was his own employees point. or something. Yeah, something bad happened. Yeah, he yeah. was, because he, there was, yeah, there was a whole, whole thing about it. It was, it sucked. But I mean, I don't know. He started. He then he showed up on Walker Texas Ranger, and then they fridged his wife in the first episode. The actress who was literally his wife in real life, playing his wife on the show. And they, <laughs> they kill her off. And oh, that's first terrible. Episode, I'm like, I can't do this. Like, nope. How long is this episode? How, how long is this character going to last? You know, that was wife gonna, yep. We do not need that as a plot device. There are so many other ways to stir a hero into action. You don't need to do that. You don't kill. You don't knock off his actual wife out of a TV show. <laughs> you know what happens? That TV show fails because this wife says you can't go back to this. You can't go back and play anymore. The show's been on for like five seasons now, I think. It's been on for Uh, a while. Maybe she didn't want to. Maybe she was just tired of doing it. That doesn't seem like an excuse for me. Tired of making. He's an actor. It's just a role. It's not that. It's the. It's the. It's the. The killing is. It's the killing of the wife in order to stir the hero or the girlfriend or whatever to push him to push the hero onto his journey. That's what I have the issue. I can't, with. I can't have okay, a that doesn't mean you can go back to your bar. And oh, no, no, that's a completely right. different thing. No, J- Jared Padalecki is having like was having sure. actual severe mental health issues during that period. There were things okay because yeah. there was a there was a I was, hospitalization and I was all having other mental stuff. health issues because some yeah. wife on a TV show. No, that's something. No, I'm just saying that's why I didn't watch the new show. I'm just saying that's he was he moved on to a new okay. show anyway. Okay. We have moved into... Yeah, I, I mis, uh, misunderstood. No, I'm just saying, I think we've, we've <laughs> skated completely off of Steampunk at this point. I'm sorry. Oh, Why do you let it's me okay. on this it's show? Right. I always run it off the rails. <laughs> Every time. What would we do without you? <laughs> Probably stay on track. <laughs> no, no, we, we proved that I doesn't happen. I show up and you need levers and fulcrums to get the train back when, on. When did, when did we ever stay on track without her? That's what I want to know. <laughs> We got we got footage of us not being on track. I mean, yes, we'll follow the the, the first five minutes of what beer are we drinking for thirty minutes into the show. I don't know. I don't watch the episodes I'm not on. Why would you do exactly. that? <laughs> okay, oh. so we just gotta stay through the first season when we go when we all get beards. Um, well, <laughs> sorry. Actually, you know what? The beard didn't help. No <laughs> <We> way. <know. laughs> Okay, you considered so. it for a, for a bare moment there. <laughs> Did everybody get through their home? Any but anything else? Any- um, that, that pretty much covers, <laughs> I think, what we have. Think, yeah, I'm good. John Oliver, everybody going to join me in Animal Crossing? We can be friends. We can visit each other's islands. I don't even own a computer. <laughs> it's not. It's on the Switch. Nintendo you Switch. Switch. 
you don't you have to get rid of the Wii U and the Wii and all the other Wii, the PP and the whatever other Nintendo. I don't even product. know what a Nintendo Switch is. It's so, like this big, and you can use it as a handheld game, or you can get the console that hooks up to your TV, and you pop it in, and you've got the Joy Control, you get the Joy Con. It's actually and, really cool. It's like a which, Game Boy. It's like I can't play it that way though. Boy. Yeah, I can't do the handheld. To, you can undo the controllers. Shove the actual like screen and com- in game into a like a, it's a little console, like and it's like about. yeah, it's like and this it's big, it's tiny. So when I walk into the room and I'm like, yeah. want to kick my kid off the TV? All he's got to do is slap the controllers yeah. on the little thing, pull it up, and it's it's done. It's I don't it's, like it's the handheld though. It, I like it better on the because I guess because oh, yeah, I'm old and my eyes are bad. Obviously, you so. like it on a big screen. Who doesn't? But I, <laughs> if I want to kick my kid. I can off, see all of my little yeah, animal villagers in full color, and they're beautiful and adorable. Like I said, I it's the most low stakes thing you can. Those. Yeah, it's the most low stakes game you can play. It's just all you're trying to make your villagers <laughs> happy, and you know, make friends with them, and they'll bring you stuff and say silly things. <sighs> One of them calls me bee beans. Oh, we like silly things. <laughs> yes, it's very very silly. It's just... Another one of those games is Stardew Valley. That's a very good See, one. See, I couldn't get into that one. I don't know. That one's all about like um, the the. The relationships you can have, you know, there's so many different relationships you've got to keep up with. Oh so yeah, no, it's so different. I just make stuff for my villagers, and they bring me presents, and that's about it. <laughs> and they have Minecraft. to ask you before they can't leave. They'll ask you if you, if they get irritated with you, like oh, I was thinking about leaving, and you're like, no, don't go, and they won't leave. So, or you know, if you really don't like them, you can southern hospitality. There, go well, away. better be going. I already sent two away, so don't even feel bad. You. you... <laughs> Through your friends off your island? They come because if you there's what kind of friends would be? Because when you start the game, you end up with rando villagers, and some of them I just don't like. And so they're like, oh, I was thinking about leaving. I'm like, bye. And then they leave, and then you can get the ones that you want. Of course, some of them are like, I've never met all good neighbors. Even in our own current area, there's at least one person. It's not that great. <laughs> so it's, it's fairly true to life. <laughs> yep. I just can't kick them off my island. See, you choose. Exactly. So I've been playing a game called Star Made. It's like space Minecraft. You build your own spaceships and fly around and own like space. And do- I don't like people. I blow them up. <laughs> Works out for me. It's like you don't want to be here. Fine, I'll just torture your planet. I thought that game would go. Yeah, no. See, Animal Crossing has what? It's Star Made. Yeah, I was thinking something Star else. Star Made. Yeah, I was thinking something I, I else. I thought you were just like, you, like you just it's had totally to space clean Minecraft. other people's spaceships. <laughs> <laughs> Is he wearing the little outfit? <laughs> Overalls on. Get the, like the bucket with like the, the no, the little French maid outfit. No, French maid outfit. French maid outfit. Yes. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> French maids Star in space. Oh. <laughs> that's that's another ver- That's another game. <laughs> that's something else completely. It's like, Stop reading my Steam account. <laughs> Did you guys ever play? Did you guys ever play Space Quest? Yes. Oh man, yes. Very, very so. old school. So does you screwed out as a janitor in a spaceship. Yep. And essentially, it compressed hey, every possible pop pop culture reference of the time, any sci fi possible, into <laughs> this game. So you're actually you walk into a bar and you look at all the all the patrons of this bar and they're like ripped directly from sci-fi novels, books, TV shows, oh. and there's a xenomorph smoking in the corner drinking a drinking a mug really? with his like small mouth going and like sipping in the in the thing like a straw. Yeah, no, it is funny. The game is hilarious. <laughs> yeah, it was a great game. It was very eight-bit graphics. Oh, yeah. okay, yeah. yeah. It's a it's a puzzle game in a lot of ways, and you have to figure things out. But I don't know. That's was a really fun game. Actually, you can get it on Steam for like five bucks. All of them. Play them again. All of them. There's more than one. Well, tune in in two weeks. We're gonna have Laura Mayer back on the show. Uh, one of our favorite guests. One of Blue Stocking's favorite guests. I uh, she has a her. new Kickstarter just started called Antique de la Mode, uh, a card game that we'll, we'll get into we'll get into the next episode. But it is it has just started. It's a uh, 12 6% backed thus far. Um, it looks good. Uh, we'll, we'll talk all about it. We'll have Laura on and uh, she's a lot of fun. Uh, yeah, let, let me tell you about our, our patronage. Uh, I want to thank everybody for keeping the lights on here. Texas Steampunk Connection is supported by J.R. Seegers, A School for the Great Game. 
Edwardian teen Elizabeth Bancroft resents being sent to a finishing school in India. The college is, in fact, the British India School for Spies, teaching the family business of espionage, martial arts, and the Tibetan mystic arts. The School for the Great Game is the first in the Steampunk Garage series available on Amazon. We're also supported by Fair Treasures. Fair Treasures is a selection of Texas presenting costumes and accessories, punks and Renaissance wear, and one-of-a-kind imported jewelry. You can shop Fair Treasures at fairtreasures.com with an E, fair with an E, or on Etsy. Uh, and uh, yeah, the fair season is over, so she's probably restocking her inventory. Uh, Kitty is watching us right now. Thank you, Kitty. Oh, yeah. Time to do commissions. And, uh, yeah, check her uh, I bet she could uh, talk to you about that sort of thing. Uh, we also have patrons on Patreon. Uh, Jenny and Ryan Shaver are helping us uh, keep the lights on. And a generous grant from Rita and Lawrence Allen. And uh, a special shout out to Rita and Lawrence because they are the ones who uh, pushed Madam Misfit over her goal tonight. So thank Ooh. you guys. You're awesome. What is that? How they say you're a real mensch. So that that's, uh, that's super cool. Mensch. A mensch. Okay. mensch is a good thing, I'm being told. I hope so. I hope so. It's a, a Yiddish word. It now. Real, we can't take it back. Real stand up. It's out there now. Start oh, a Okay. <laughs> the Yiddish thing, apparently. Yiddish thing, yeah. Yes. Um, all right. Is, is there anything else we need to add or, or throw in before we uh, hand it over to our founder, Flavio? I'm good. I'm exhausted. This has been fun. Okay. Very tired. <laughs> it's been a good, good times, time. Man. Uh, see you guys next Tuesday on a regular time. Until then, here's Flavio. So, once again, thank you for listening. You can find us again on uh, Facebook at Texas Steampunk Connection for any comments, questions, suggestions. If you know of something happening, Steampunk, that's happening soon, we can put it on our calendar on our Patreon. Um, as well as the, the list of over 100 comics and graphic novels, uh, steampunk and Weird West related. You can also email us at texassteampunkconnection at gmail.com. And we're uh, a streaming podcast, texassteampunkconnection.podbean.com. And if you lose it on Facebook and you want to watch a, remake, a rerun of this show at any point in time on YouTube, you can go find them on Steam Chest. <laughs> and although we've made many, many jokes about Twitter, <laughs> you can look for us at... TX Steam, Steam Connect Connect1 oh. Twitter. I never use it. I never look at it. I don't know. I don't understand Twitter. Yeah, so yeah, once again, thank you very much. And until next time, mind your mind gauges. Mind your gauges.